0: Hello ladies, I'm here to do week 5, day 2. begins on page 84. It's called Amen, the Gospels. The scripture reading that goes along with this day is Genesis 3.15, Matthew 27, 45 through 28, 20. Genesis 3.15 says, And I will put... In minity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers, he will crush your head and you will strike his hill. Matthew twenty seven Matthew twenty seven forty-five. Ooh. Okay. So I'll read. 45, until 28, and then I'll have it play. So it starts with the death of Jesus. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, you have forsaken me. When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar and put it on a staff, and he offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Mm -hmm. When the centurion and those with him who were were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Many women were there watching from a distance, and they had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary, Madeline, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. As evening approached, there came a rich man named Joseph, who had had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate offered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body wrapped in clean linen and placed it in his own new tomb that had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. The next day, the, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, That deceiver said, after three days I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise his disciples may come and steal the body and tell people that he was raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal of stone and posting guard.
1: afraid yet filled with joy and ran to tell his disciples suddenly jesus met them greetings he said they came to him clasped his feet and worshiped him then jesus said to them do not be afraid go and tell my brothers to go to galilee there they will see me while the women were on their way some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priests Everything that had happened When the chief priest had met with the elders And devised a plan They gave the soldiers a large sum of money Telling them, you ought to say His disciples came during the night And stole him away while we were asleep If this report gets to the governor We will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble So the soldiers took the money And did as they were instructed And this story has been widely circulated Among the Jews to this very day and surely i am with you always to the very end of the age
0: okay so that was matthew 2745 through matthew 2820 each of the gospels gives us a picture of a different aspect of who jesus was and each aspect was a fuf- fulfillment of the promises of the old testament that jesus fulfilled in matthew jesus is seen as the son of david and the king of the jews in Mark, he is seen as the servant as we watch him suffer and serve his people. In Luke, he is presented as the son of man as we are given glimpse of his humanity. And in John, he is revealed as the son of God and we are taken back to the beginning to be reminded of his deity. As the gospels continue, we see Jesus live the perfect life that we would never live on our own. We see him heal the sick, cause the blind to see, and raise the dead of life. Raise the dead to life. And those pictures all point us to the truth that he can spiritually heal the broken, that he can open the eyes of those blinded by sin, and that he can raise us from death to life. During his earthly ministry, Jesus was being revealed as the promised Messiah. But he was also being revealed revealed as a good God Himself. It would be Jesus it would it would be Jesus' claims to be God that would push the religious leaders over the edge and cause them to seek to destroy him. As the gospels close, Jesus is crucified by the people he had come to save. And the moment of his death, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The veil had been a symbol for generations of the separation between God and man. It separated the people from the holy of holies, but when Jesus was sacrificed at the cross, the veil was torn as a beautiful picture that there was now access directly to God because of the sacrifices of Jesus. The cross Jesus became the one at the cross. Jesus became the once for all and atoning sacrifice for our sin. He paid the price that thousands of years of animal sacrifices could only temporary cover. But the, je- but the death of Jesus was not the end of the story. Three days later, he arose victoriously over death. In Genesis 3 came the fall of humanity and the sin through every aspect of the world. But in Genesis 3.15, a promise was given to the one that would come and crush the head of the serpent. The serpent would bruise the heel of the Messiah. The cross was the bruise of that heel; It was painful, but it could not defeat Jesus. The cross was also the blow that would crash the head of the serpent. Satan will never recover from what took place at that cross. At the cross, Jesus crushed Satan. The enemy has been defeated. Every promise of the Old Testament finds fulfillment in Jesus. He is the amen to all the promises of God. Jesus is the Amen from God. He is the answer to all the brokenness and longing. He is the answer to every promise from God. He is the one that would change everything. He is the one with the power to change us. Question 1 on page 86. How does the way that Jesus was presented in each gospel give us a full picture of who he is? Question 2. How is Genesis 3.15 fulfilled? And question three, what does it mean that Jesus is the amen or the fulfillment of all God's promises? How does that give us confidence? And that's the end of day two.